Welcome everybody to the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 45 of our show. We are the preeminent, the premier show for people of color, spotlighting people of color in the industry. Uh, we want to say what's up to all of you out there. Uh, I want to say what's up to Brother C. How are you, sir? I'm doing really well. We're, you know, we're trying out a tagline. Uh, every, every good podcast should have one. Um, and, uh, you know, Kaz, Kaz trying to make it work. Um, I'm doing really well, man. I'm really excited. This is our fucking anniversary. I can't is, believe it. This is our anniversary. We haven't killed each other yet. This no, is no, no. You know, it's come close. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, this is this is it, man. This is three just a peek behind the curtains. Three hundred and sixty-four days ago, I sat on my television with my Xbox controller in my hand. And with my Xbox Live headset on my Xbox One, and Bricago was born on the Xbox One via Skype. Yep. Uh, and and you know that was that was it, man. The rest is is history. The as rest they is say. yeah. The rest is Bricago. It's yeah. is Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we're, still, we're still trying to get that sponsorship. From yeah, Red exactly. Lobster. Red Lobster. Where you at, son? Yo, so. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those crazy things, man. It's like people don't understand, and I say this, and I don't, and I don't, uh, I don't, I don't use this uh, as a, as a thing that I don't believe or I don't think is real. But the internet is dope. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand. Like yeah. people think that we have known each other for a God knows how long. We've right. never met physically yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we have uh, some of the best times, and we have some of the best audience. <laughs> Uh, uh, that you could ever want to have right. for a show. So thank you guys for making this possible. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming back every week and listening to us and, yeah. and, and hanging out with us. And we're here a year later. Uh, we hope right. that we are going to be even better than we were uh, last year. Right. We do have some dope stuff in store. Uh, some of the stuff you already know, when some of the stuff is already behind the scenes. But right. we have crazy stuff coming, man. It's, it's pretty dope. It's, it's been a really fun evolution. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. We we are evolving. We are making things great and powerful. We you know we you just, we you started. Just said, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say. I thought you was about to go into some like Negro Pikachu stuff. Right. 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 Evolving. <laughs> Charza. Charza. <laughs> Nobody's you, better than Charza. You the um, blackest Pokemon of right. all. Right. I was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be the that'll be the show. I right. want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see black Pokemon happen. Right. Yes. Hot sauce and ham hocks. <laughs> Hot sauce. I choose you <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> I will choose ham hocks and right. collard greens every day. <laughs> oh God. Oh, oh. Grits and catfish. Um. Anywho. So yeah, I was just gonna say we you know we started from the bottom. I mean literally started from the bottom, and now we're here. You know, thank you Drake. Uh, like when we started, nobody knew who we were, and now you know a few people know who we are. We have um, so we have so, six people who know who we yeah, are. Exactly. Right, and they were all at the uh, Forty Two Lounge last month <laughs> basically <laughs> right now nah, man i mean hey this is i mean this is fucking incredible this is incredible like I, I i really honestly i can't believe uh where we've gotten to in 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 12 months um and and you know it's it's all thanks to you guys it's all thanks to bricago and it's all thanks to my brother uh you know i don't have to i haven't don't have to have met you 
to know that I love you to death, man. I would die for you, brother. I love the shit that out of you, man. That is so sweet, man. man you made I, me want to put on my Prince my Prince platforms. Right, you said that. right. Yep. <laughs> I was going to play the guitar behind my head. Right. You said that. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, it, same, same here, man. I, I, yeah. we, we have grown together this past year. We've become right. family. Right. Um, and, and we have kind of just brought everyone with us on this, right. on this beautiful, dope ride. And exactly. we just want to continue to do that. Exactly. Um, well, let's let's jump into a little right. bit of, of house cleaning real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Our guest, our, our yeah. very special guest. Right. Um, if you guys do not know uh, and were not listening to last week's show, you missed an amazing show. Uh, we had Stacey Mulcahy and Kat Small, um, two, two of the dopest people on the planet, right. representing Code Liberation, uh, an outfit that is trying to make the world better by teaching women how to code and make games. Um, thank you for, 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 for having them on the show. And, and we're, I mean, we're happy for having them on the show. You're welcome, Ka. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show, both of you. I know you're out there in the internet world. Uh, you guys were awesome and great and wonderful. And thank you for sharing everything out. And it seems like I haven't seen that many people dig a show that quickly. Yeah. But, you know, that show yeah. was already well above 300 listens or, or getting going to 300 listens probably at, at the point that this is uh, going live. So that's just a testament to how dope they are and, and, and the beautiful message that they're kind of sharing out there in the world. Yeah. Um, okay. And we have some other stuff that we're going to talk about. We're going to reflect again on our Spawn for Good uh, event that's happening or that has already happened, happened by the time right. that you that you would have heard this. Right. Uh, we're hoping that that was an, uh, an eventful uh, event. Right. Uh, we're going to try to get uh, the family of Eric Garner some some money that they were able to kind of continue to do what they have to do. Uh, we're going to support Erica Garner and her family and and, and her and her kid uh, to try to make sure that they're good uh, and try to make sure that you know gamers again have a, a platform for which they can do good things with and not have to worry about all the the you know pejoratives that go along with the term gamer anymore. We want right. we want to reverse that in 2015. We want to make right. gamers good again, uh, and yeah. we want to make sure that folks can do that and and be proud of. Uh, right. being social justice warriors and being proud of being right. able to take stands on things and play games at the same right. time. So see, and, and I, I just want to also say uh, I, I'm going to hashtag subnosticate that we brought lots of different people together. Um, mm. and, yep. and I know irrespective of how much money we raise um, that this, this event that we've, that we've done was an, just overwhelming and outstanding success. Um, the one thing that I that I've really want to see is that people are able to come together and 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 see that we can celebrate our differences, but it's our similarities that make us you know that make us want to ride with each other and ride for each other, yep. um, and that we're we're really we're really not that different. Let's celebrate our differences, but realize that we're not that different, um, and and. And, you know, just because you, you can you your your pigment is a lot lighter than mine doesn't make you not my sister or not my brother. Um, yep. I love you the same. Absolutely. Bricago you know? knows that. Um, hopefully the Internet will learn that for with with hashtags born for good. Um, and, um, you know, thanks, everyone, for everything that you did. Word, word, yeah. and word. Um, so, so, so can you please, I'm so excited for this week's show. Well, not just because it's our anniversary, but right. because this person that we are going to introduce you to, see is going to do this. I have right. been excited and been watching for a long time. He's one of my favorite cats on the internet, and hopefully he will be a, a favorite person in real life at some point. 
Um, see, can you please, please, please introduce our guest this week? Well, first, I got to start with the bad news. Uh, anyone who listened to last week's show um, know, knows that uh, who our guests, plural, uh, were supposed to be this week. Um, unfortunately for us, uh, Richard Grisham at the last moment was unable to attend uh, the show. He had to go go out for business. Uh, Rich, you know, sorry you couldn't make it, but he sends his most sincere apologies to everyone. Um, we promised to get Rich on in a later show. Um, he was really excited for doing this, and he was, you know, really kind of upset that he wasn't able to do, uh, wasn't able to be on the show. Um, but now on to the good news. Um, you know, again, this is our anniversary, and it is kind of apropos um, that the guest that I'm about to introduce is on on the show um, right now. Because the reason that the show exists, he's he is the personification of the reason this show exists. Um, we started the show because Ka and I individually knew a, a, less than a handful, two fingers full of people of color in the gaming space that we could look at and say, oh, this person looks like me or this person shares a similar background and has enjoys this passion the way that we do. And the reason that Bercargo exists, the reason that we started this podcast is because we wanted to show everyone. We wanted to show the world that there are, you know, black and brown people. There are women in the field. Uh, of gaming, whether it be in journalism, whether it be in voice acting, whether it be in, in development in all in all areas, in all aspects of of the gaming space that that they're there and that now you can have exposure to them. So if you thought, oh, you know, I would love to do this, but I don't know how or I don't know if. Well, when you can see people doing it, you can see yourself doing it, then you can see yourself doing it. And this brother right here saw himself doing it, started doing it on him, you know, by himself, basically. And now he is doing it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce you to the one, the only YouTube sensation. Now, 2K uh, employee representative. Dazar, welcome aboard, brother. Hey, man, sir. I, I thought Bernie Mac was bringing me out, baby. That's an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm going to have to play that man. for my wife. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> hey, right, baby, right I'm somebody. Right. <laughs> hey, right before you come into the bedroom. There you go. Go ahead. Right. Right. Just put that in a little drum roll. Damn. <laughs> Throw a little Barry White in the background. <laughs> oh, man. No doubt. Thanks See, for having thing, me, though. fellas. It, it's a pleasure to, to be here. Uh, you guys uh, received me so warmly as, as we talked uh, a little bit before the show on, on, on how things are are done here on the on the spawn on me man and uh, i'm just excited to be here man i'm excited that somebody it notices me <laughs> 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 and, and i'm happy to be here man uh uh you know they, this is a return trip for me this is my first time on the show but my man khalif uh, uh came on my my uh sim hangout with me and we had a heck of a time man uh, he got to meet oh, the characters man. that i run with and, he, you know, he asked me at the time, Zara, man, you got to come on the show. I was like, yeah, bet. And I'm glad that we were finally able to make it happen. 
Seriously, it was it was a, an amazing time on Sim Hangout, man. The cast that you rolled with, those are some dope dudes, man. They those are. They do this. That is, it's like if you guys have a, if you guys haven't watched an episode of the Sim Hangout, you you have to do it for for the reasons that like if you like our show, their show is like that, but even better because one, they have so many diverse opinions on their show. <laughs> And everyone has a very distinct personality. It's so dope because it's like being in the barbershop. And that's the dope part. It's like it's like the weekly barbershop. You go roll in. You say, what's up to catch? You give people a pound. You're like, all right, now what you going to talk about today? And it's right. dope. <laughs> hey, man. And it's so dope. Hey, well, I appreciate that. Let's not lie to the people now. You, the production on y'all show is outstanding. I don't want them coming like, Aww. I thought he said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we got Radio Shack mics. You know what I'm saying? Let's prepare the people for if they come. I don't want them just disappointed <laughs> no nah, man see see that's the thing though the thing the thing i'm learning and thank you for that that was that was a, yeah. a, a extremely nice uh, uh compliment it's it, the thing i've learned is noticed by by doing this at least for this one particular year so far is that if you have great quality content your show is amazing mm. That's the best part. If you have dope stuff that you're talking about, and you have a great cast of folks, and you you be you being the cornerstone of that, that make it makes everything dope. So so that's 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 sim sim hangouts are, are, are awesome. People need to go check those out. If you're not on, if you're not peeping that out, then you need to go do that soon. So let's 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 talk to the czar for a second, though. Um, you know, sim sim nation, sim nation is a thing. Um, but but for the people first knew you. From this little game called NBA 2K, um, we well, and as we as we talk about this, I I just want to say uh, that that Great Britain was punished by Adam Silver today with the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> and my New York Knicks. Oh God! Yeah. And the fucking Knicks lost by twenty to the Bucks in London. We're like, not going to talk about this. I would, I wouldn't, I, like if I was a little kid in a hood in in England in London, I would never want to play basketball after watching that. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a Knicks fan, I've like given up on yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, this uh, this year, this year has been this does this doesn't even exist. It's not a, this year doesn't even right, yeah, actually yeah. have happened in the yeah. world of sports for New York fans, especially Knicks fans. So the whole New York <sighs> Knicks fan base is just going to do the Jedi mind trick, basically. In yeah, right, right, yes. This season, yeah, we all we all have that was... joint from 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 the Men in Black, that little thing, <laughs> blinky blink. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, I need like six of those. I need to be like six people. Just put me in a circle and just blink me oh out my one gosh. time. And just oh be done with it. Man, I started oh, off geez. the year watching every Knicks game. I was excited about the triangle. I wanted to see what Derek Fisher was going to do. And by game 17, my brother, I just couldn't take it. No, the pain was too great. I started drinking. Oof. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> and, and I'm not even a Knicks fan, so I don't know what that's like, man. But it, oh, it, I, I was oh, depressed. Bro. Brother Zar, can I ask you a question about the Knicks real Certainly. quick? Because the, the, the beauty of, of, again, why you are so dope, <laughs> and especially especially in the, in, the, in the sphere of, you know, we're going to bring it to games real quick, right? is your, your claim to fame and the reason why people dug you so much was, one, you had the voice of God. Two, yes. <laughs> you, 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 you kind of exposed the, the shortcomings of the game that we were all kind of digging by showing exactly what basketball was supposed to be. Right. And what it was in the video game sphere. The question I have for you is 
What the hell is wrong with Derek Fisher? That man ain't run no plays yet. He hasn't looked at his he hasn't looked at his clipboard yet. I saw him look I saw him try to di- diagram a play. He ain't have a pen. <laughs> what is wrong with Derek Fisher? Hey, Can you please just elaborate? Man, I, I first of all, in the NBA you don't win without horses. You know what I'm saying? Without players, without right. people that can get it done. Right. The uh, yeah. uh, the right players make an idiot coach look like a genius, and and the wrong ones make mm-hmm. a genius look like an idiot <laughs> coach. So I feel for D Fish, and right now, unfortunately, it looks like uh, 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 the coach for the Warriors got it. I mean, he he he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets the last yeah, laugh yeah. of the day. He yeah. used the Knicks Steve to get Kerr. a bigger yeah. contract with a much better team. That was a fantastic move on his yeah. behalf. But uh, t- to answer your question, man. Losing is never fun, and when you know you're going to lose going in, it's even worse. Right? Because his right. job is to motivate these guys to go out here and take this fantastic ass whooping that's about to be laid upon right. <laughs> like right. professionals. So, right. <laughs> so, all right. Here's here is my last non. Uh, video game basketball question for now. Who wins a game? New York Knicks, the Washington Generals. (laughs) Man, I got to tell you, I'm going to go with the the Generals on this because after all of the drubbings, now now both of these teams suffer from, this may be a bad pun, but battered wife syndrome. They're used to losing. Right. All right, and right. I just think the generals are going to open up a huge can of whip ass. You know what I'm saying? Because they not only get beat, right. they get embarrassed by the globe chop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I don't right. even know, dude. It's I, it's it's so it's one of the worst. Besides just the record, there is like when Phil Jackson has to lay on his sword. Right. And Phil Jackson is a humble dude in some ways. He's He's slick with his with his like his uh fake humility that he'll put on, right? Because he'll do it real smooth, and he'll come in, he'll kind of swagger in, he'll like move his he'll move his his shoulders that has haven't moved since they were like seventy two, since the time that he won <laughs> since he won a chip, and then he'll swagger into a room, and then he'll talk shit about you, make you feel bad about yourself, and then just poof out. Right. He'll, he'll like drop a smoke bomb and bounce out. <laughs> See, he hasn't he hasn't even had the ability to do that. He had to come no. from out the stands and go talk to the press about how bad his team was. I was like, yeah, damn, yeah, Phil. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It's, yeah, it's it's bad. So uh uh another aside, there's a dude who lost his job as a lawyer, lost his job, decided that he was going to spend his year going to every Nick game this year. Oh no. Yeah. I posted on the article. It was a it was a Bleacher Report article. I posted on that article that the reason he was fired was because he obviously makes poor decisions. <laughs> so, 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 Your Honor, Your Honor, I want I want can I, can I can I please approach right. the bench? Right. And he walks the other way. <laughs> So, no, hey, he's up there talking about I'm out of order, you're out of order, the whole damn course out of order. Like, sir, just enter a plea, please. Oh. <laughs> just ease your ass back to your seat. 
Oh, oh my man. god! That's a terrible oh. decision if you, you yeah. just lost your job. Oh yeah. man! Either that or he was tremendously overpaid initially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you have to have dough to do that. <laughs> right, right. Especially living he's, in he's New York, traveling to the, he's not going to every home game. Oh, hold he's up! He's going to every game. Oh, really? So he oh. went to he was in London today. <laughs> wow! Yes, <laughs> yes. So that's uh. Yeah, yeah. I've never you can seen, put that went, on life goals is to be fired and be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah, exactly. Right? I went to a Blazers <laughs> yeah. game. I went to the Blazers Knicks game because I'm out in Portland now. I moved from Brooklyn to Portland, and uh, I'm sorry. One, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> you know what? It was great having you on, Zara. It was, so <laughs> it was a wonderful time. Right. <laughs> Portland is not that bad. We just have no Caribbean food, and that's a that's a problem. Anyway. And black barbershops. But, and, but and, go ahead. And, but go ahead. and black you people. You, you digress. <laughs> I, di- I digress. And no, the, they're out the there, whooping? man. There's there's a three square block they call the hood. At least when I was out there, that was it. You, you're right. If, if you drive too fast, you'll pass it. You, you know what? You were, to- you were absolutely right. You were not I know, man. I that. went to school at University of Portland, man. Oh, yep, yep. Okay. I, you know then. Um, and 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 watching the game was the most amazing thing because Portland fans rock for their team, like they are no joke. They go out for their team, they go and represent. They rock the jerseys, they rock the, the headbands, all that stuff. There was this one dude who was rocking his Nick stuff. And if you haven't seen the the movie Doing It in the Park, it's about playground basketball. Mm-hmm. It's hosted by Bobito. Right. You need to go watch that because there's one part Ooh-hoo. where this. Word. So there's one part where a dude says, you can tell who are the people who know how to play ball and the ones who don't by what they wear on the court. And if you see a dude with the with the top and the bottom matching for the team right. that he's rocking, yeah. you he, know he, he can't ball. Can't play. He can't ball. He can't you know play he dead. can't ball. No, he can't play nothing. It. Yep. So there was a dude. He had the hat. He had the jersey. He had the pants on. He was the Uber fan. He was the he I I didn't wear a pair of Jordans that my ex-girlfriend got me because I was that big of a Knicks fan back in the early right. 90s. Wow. Right. I wasn't as big of a fan of this dude. <laughs> and that tells you a lot. But I digress. We're gonna right. continue. We're gonna we're gonna right. move it along. So <laughs> So Um So So the people back to video games. So the people know you <laughs> Zaw. From from your YouTube channel, um, you know, just I mean, I, you know, almost out of nowhere, um, you decided to, or at least that's what it seemed like, decided to start producing these brilliant videos of uh, this, you know, upstart game NBA 2K, and and really break down what was going on in the game. Can you? Uh, why don't you tell us the genesis of? The, the the czar persona because you know um inside baseball that's not his real name <laughs> so, you know just a little peek behind the curtain <laughs> man uh, his, his his middle his middle name isn't underscore so, <laughs> so um yeah so why don't you tell us you know how that all started why you decided to do it and 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 you know 
what what made you what made you do it? Well, first of all, man, thanks for the the outstanding compliment, man. Y'all y'all really treat me nice on here. I don't know if am I dinner tonight? Is it right? <laughs> I feel well, like I'm being see, fatted up them, for the kill here. I don't. You getting them two K checks? So, you know we gonna hit you up later. <laughs> all right, as long as we understand the parameters, that's all. Right, I'm saying. right, right. I just I just want a little bit more VC in my yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. That's... <laughs> Oh man, to answer your question, man, um, this is what this is the real deal on how the whole thing started. Because you know, uh, uh, my dad is uh, he, my dad is uh, uh, he was nominated to the Kansas Basketball Hall of Fame, not the University of Kansas, oh, but dope. the state of Kansas. Wow. And so I've been okay. around quality coaching all my life. Uh, I played in in high school. I played in college. Uh, some injuries I I had. You know, I was a D one player out of high school. Even after I ripped my Achilles tendon, I ripped mine wow. twice. I still went D one. Wow. Uh, and and I say that to give some context because I sometimes people just think you're just this raving guy on the internet that knows a lot about internet basketball. Or, or video game right. basketball, but it all starts with right. the genesis of really loving basketball, the sport, mm. the right. uh, the strategical right. elements behind it. Why do certain things work? Uh, that That's something right. that I, I've loved. I've loved since I was a kid. And I've always loved video Strategery. games. <laughs> so this is what happened, man. So I, you know, it, it's sort of like the genesis to your show, man. Uh, 2K4 came out. And before 2K4 came out, 2K3 it came out, and some guy, I still don't know who this guy was, but he worked at one of these sites that was really popular at the time, and he goes on this, he writes this article about how basketball games don't need plays, and they don't need plays, and it's ridiculous, Uh, and brother, I was pissed off. I I, I was like, (laughs) and, and that was it, and I think when 2K4 came out, they had did something like, it's like they listened to this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't put an emphasis right. on the plays, and I had enough. I was like, "That's it." I was like, "If if game companies are going to listen to anybody, shouldn't it be the mm. most passionate, the most knowledgeable fans of their right. game and of the sport?" And that's when I threw down the gauntlet. Right. This was just me internally, you know, right. at work on my computer. Right. Like this has got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like I had all I can stand, <laughs> and I can't. And I can't stand Stands no more, <laughs> man. And, you know, because I was like, the guy that wrote that is going to play this game maybe for an hour, review it, he'll be done with it. Right. I'm stuck with right. this, whatever it is, for the entire year. Right. And so that's what became the genesis. I said, man, I've got to create a forum to so that people that are passionate, people that understand the sport, can start to put some material together that the devs can look at. And say, hey, man, well, maybe we can make some changes here or maybe, you know, maybe we could do something different here. But the key to me was is that we had to prove to them that we really knew what we were talking about. We weren't just raving lunatics out here. And the best way for me to do that, considering my skill set, was to talk about how it related to real basketball. Because after all, you know, they they were making simulation-based games, right? Not that they're supposed to be one-to-one simulation, but, you know, they don't have guys with jetpacks flying to the rim to dunk. You know what I'm right, right. The game is right, based generally right. the ball in reality. Catch on fire. Right. <laughs> so that right. was the genesis, right. man. That, that that was it. And then uh there's a little site called Operation Sports, man. 
And this is yeah. Operation Sports had a glory day, man, where oh, yeah. everybody who posted was knowledgeable, man. And like, right. if you didn't know what you were talking about, like you wouldn't even post. Like I was a right. member for mm-hmm. years and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't touch the keyboard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yep. they would roast you up in there, man. Yeah, yep. You would get yeah, roasted right. so fast. And so uh, I was bored at work one day. And some guy put up a gameplay. So what I did was I did like a television broadcast, but I did it via text uh, in the message board. Right. So okay. I broke I, I say, uh, you know, 12 minutes to go in the game. This guy did this. And I talk about the actual basketball game, the th- things that he did. And I said, man, I need a character. And this is all in text in the form. So I said, <laughs> you know, uh, the czar, the telestrator was was doing his thing at the time. Mike so Patello. I said, Shout out to I'm going to be the czar. Take that. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's how we blackify anything is right. put duh right, in right. front of it. And duh. now we own it. Right. <laughs> right. right. That's, the, that's the new millennium ski. Because it used to be <laughs> cool love ski. Now right. it's duh. Yeah, <laughs> You're not duh czar ski. <laughs> So oh, uh, I started that way, man. And then, you know, after a while, I was like, and dudes was feeling it. They were like, oh, man, this is dope. This is dope. But I was like, this is too much damn typing. I said, this has got to be a better way for me to get this across without having to sit here all day and type. And that's when I moved into the videos, man. And that's when uh, things took off from there. So I, typed, I went from typing up a bunch of stuff in the forums. And, and guys were really feeling it, man. They were into it. They were like, man, this is dope. Right. They wanted me to keep doing them. And I was like, there's got to be a better way than typing 45 paragraphs, you know? <laughs> and that's when, that's when I said, okay, I'll do a video. I was like, yeah, man, I'll do a video. And, you know, I didn't let the fact that I didn't have top-notch equipment at the time stop me. I was like, look, nobody's doing this right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just right. put a video together, throw it out there and see what happens, you know? And I'm a firm believe I'm a firm believer in starting how you want to finish, mm. but mm. you can't allow that to paralyze you from getting started. Right. It, 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 if the choice is don't start or start and not be where you want to be, by all means start, there you got is. to get, get that thing in motion. You know what I'm right. saying? The vision will ne- is not going to realize itself. You got to walk towards right. it. You know, right. you got to push towards it. So I went from there, man, and started the videos. And that's when everything really kind of took off. You know, that obviously it opened up the audience. Um, uh, uh, and things kind of took off from there. Dope, 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 dope. I mean, so so when did you start doing the videos? I started doing the videos, man, I believe in 2006 wow 2005 or six wow so but you can check my uh my that's the thing i like about youtube is it keeps the history of uh, of everything so you go back there and see but uh it was early right it was early. so you started so all your videos are on youtube so you and you not all of them okay well you but that's where like the very first video was on youtube yeah, the very first video was on YouTube. Some of my stuff got lost in the shuffle because I did a lot of uh, videos for Operation Sports. Right. And okay. their YouTube channel, they actually shut that down and they went another way. Right. So I have some videos right. that they had I didn't have. So most of it's missing. But my, my catalog's on YouTube. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so you started in 06. So you were basically like video number four on, <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. So, I mean... Listen, like everybody needs to be paying attention to you, sir, 
because you are you I mean you are like the trailblazer of all trailblazers oh, it's such man, you know I what the crazy thing that, is man. actually and I'm kind of glad you said that and 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 big shout out huge shout out to Steve and the rest of the crew of Operation yeah. Sports who have yes. who have by far been what the favorite and the only sports site that I go to for for gaming absolutely like that. absolutely um, the the thing that bugs me out and the thing that I guess we should we should kind of go into is like to a certain extent you are like one of the the, the pioneers of the let's play in some way you know what I mean like you were going through and yeah. doing analyzing of of videos and games and breaking things down in a way that no one was really doing yet. And then to, to to garner a a an audience and a following because that was the way I saw your your stuff was when I went to Operation Sports and was like yo who is this cat like busting down how the zipper play works in a real way that no one else has ever done <laughs> right. and, it, and it was it, you know what I'm saying it was something that had had never been done before you were trailblazing in that way uh, pun intended but. Uh, yeah. But 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 how how did that how did that work in the forums? How did that work in 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 the community? Did you did you find that folks once they saw that were just like, yo, who is this cat? Like, where is this coming from? Did, did it automatically happen in that way? Was it was it pretty organic in the way that po- folks started to to recognize how dope your stuff was? I believe so. And for and again, man, thanks for saying that, man. Uh, it, it's been a long journey. You know, it it really has. And where YouTube has went from where I started. Mm. It, it leaves a space for if you don't really know what happened, you could be a part of the movement now and not know anything about me. So it really does mean a lot to me when people understand that there wasn't 45 people out there doing it at that time. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And right. the uh, it, and, you know, it, it's hard for me and my wife will tell you, I don't like talking about myself or my accomplishments at all. I'm not one of those dudes, you know, I'll but do it to- for you, sir. <laughs> 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 no man but it really it really touches my soul man when people can look back and say man yeah i remember you were yeah. the one because now if you believe it, it it's hard to believe but we're at the stage now where new people will find me and say oh you trying to be like what's the right, name right. you trying, wow. trying to be like chris move right? yeah and i'm like hey man check the youtube dates right. baby i've been here right right. <laughs> you know right i am the og i am the pussycat yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, it's some young lions out there, man, like yeah. Shakedown Twenty Twelve yeah. understands the history. Oh, yeah. You know, and he'll do he'll he'll do he did a video with me on there telling people that, hey man, this was the originator right. of what we did, man. And you know, I just I'm the type of person where I hate repeating myself. Right. So every time I would try to add a little bit more flavor to it. Sure. Like and then what I would notice is is that as I would start doing things, other people would start doing. You know, like right. I started, I said, you know, just sitting up here talking is not not what's happening. I said, needs to be some more audio. So I started playing audio tracks behind me while right. I'm talking, mm-hmm. right. and that's when I started getting into the whole uh, <laughs> into the more of the production side. Right. I was like, I can't just have people sitting here. I was like, no, man, I'm talking for too long. I need a graphic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then as I would need things, people would just pop up. Azar, I'm dope at graphics. Check this out. Right, I can do this for you. You know, and then rappers started talking about, hey, my man Sage Infinite, I got to oh, give him a word. shout out. Sage, yeah. word, yeah. Hey, it, it's Zara and Sage, you know, it's not just <laughs> one of us, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sage would hit me with custom tracks. And, I, you know, and if you go back and you really look at it, I was the only one with a theme song. It's, it's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's true. 
Because me and my wife do music on the side, oh, right? Oh, so we dope. were producing music. So we said, man, let's do a track. So we did a track, and it was like all of these various talents that I picked up all along the way all contributed to making this thing something that people at that time hadn't seen before. Right. Yeah. And that's that. That's what I really enjoy. Yeah, it's, right. it's interesting because when you say that, um, and we were talking a little bit about this off the cast, was um, I, I was telling, I was saying that there's one other cat who I knew who was in the 2K community and in that Operation Sports community who who also kind of trailblazed. And I, and, and, I, and I bring that back around to talk about, and we'll get back into, you know, your new venture with and working with 2K a little bit uh, probably before we go to the break and, and more after the break. But... Momentous was the cat who I remembered changed the way that 2K did a lot of their PR work. Um, it, you know, he brought out videos that mixed hip hop and mixed all these flashy cuts and camera angles that we were everybody who watched it was like, how in the hell are you getting these camera angles on this game? <laughs> when none of this stuff is like in the actual suite of the replay stuff. Um, so, so like you guys, in some aspect, one, you made it better on the play on the play side. Where I'm sure that the cats who were work, who are working at 2K now, like the the Rob Jones and the cats who remember in the beginning when you started, was like, hey, our audience, our our community cares enough about our game that they will critique what we're doing and try to make our games better. Did, did did you and that seems to be what has always happened at Operation Sports in in the grand scheme of like there's enough people there who care about it who, that they will try to voice it in a way that is not necessarily as trolly as as some other places. Um, that but they but they but they're passionate. They want people to know exactly that you know we know sports. We understand how things are supposed to look when they when they're on the screen, and you guys have kind of helped to make that happen. Do you, do you find that? that passion that that you have and 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 momentous has and had back then has made you know the communities more outspoken has made that connection between the developers and the community that much tighter um do you feel like that's a part of that process now like that's a part of something that maybe they want or maybe they have they're seeking out man i think absolutely if you look at the there used to be this huge chasm between the developers and the people that played and loved the game. Mm. There was this huge divide. And I think, like you said, momentous, I call him the young God, man. That, that <laughs> brother, some of his stuff is incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all incredible, but momentous touched the soul of the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he, he made that bridge between this is a video game, this is real life, and he created an art that existed between them both, but right. combined them at the same time, man. Yeah. And uh, he's an incredible, incredible guy. Yeah, you know, hopefully if you ever get the chance to meet him, incredible young brother. That dude man. is a ninja. It's super he, talented. He ain't never coming out. I've been, tra- I've been tracking that brother down for years. Like, I've been on the forums like, yo, please, Momentous, yo, come see me, son. Yo, I just want to talk for a hot second, yo. I just want right, to say how right. dope you are. He'd be like, nah, I don't right. know you, son. <laughs> I'm a ninja in these streets. I make machine and my son. Get off me. Right. <laughs> but, I, but I love you, Cat. Wherever you at, yo, you, you changed right. the game yeah. in a very specific way. And, and, and people don't understand where Machinima came from. He's one of the pioneers of Machinima. But we'll talk about Absolutely. that at some other point. Continue, brother. Right, right. Exactly. When we get momentous on the show. Um, so I want to I talk about... Uh, 
something that we have in common, uh, you know, and, and and we've we've kind of drawn similarities between yourself and, and, and us. And, and we've talked about inspirations and, and what an inspiration you were to us and how analogous you, your journey has been to our show. Um, but there is there is one thing that that you uh, you and Spawn on me have in common. Uh, we're both in video games. So um, and 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 actually in video games before we were, you know, you're now being paid by people who make games. But uh, the czar, I don't, you know, if you guys are fans of the 2K series and have been for a while, that you know that one of the dunk packages was named after the czar. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, did you when did you know that was going to happen? Now, so was the first one in 2K10 or was it 2K12? I think, I think it was 2K11, no. I think. Oh, take, I okay. think it was 2K11. 2K11. And, man, they had to talk me into being in the game, man, because, you know, again, you know, at that time I was I was being hidden. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I, right. I was being hidden. I still had my, my day job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they were like, man, you know, let us scan your face, man. You should be in the game. And I was like, no, nah, man, I, you know, I, I'm low key. I got, uh, you know. I got my emblem. That's who people think I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Right. And then uh, uh, my man, uh, Abe, hit me up and he was like, hey, he was like, hey, Zara, man, look, Jordan's on this game. You could be in the same game as Michael Jordan. Wow. And I was like, yeah, scare right. me, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> You know, and it was dope to me that somehow Michael Jordan and myself could exist on the same plane. Right. You right, know, so right. I, I went ahead and did it, man. But I, I always say that mocap session was about 10 years too late. Right. <laughs> I, I, it, it's nothing in comparison to what it would have been 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been so, crazy. Right. So, like, how, how long did it take for you to get off of that high of, of you know, cracking open the game? I'm sure you got an early copy, but, you know, cracking open the game and and showing your wife, hey, baby, look, I'm in the game and then showing your friends. Hey, look, I'm in the game. And, and, you know, like what what was that feeling like for you, man? You know what? I I don't know if I can describe it, but if I could tell you this, like I love basketball, I love the sport of basketball, Sure, but I I've always loved gaming more. Hmm. And I, wow. I don't, you know, I, I always have. And, right. and like to this point, like I'm sure I might be the only player in America that would schedule doctor's appointments when I was in college, right, for yeah. game release days so I could be <laughs> off, <laughs> pick up the game and play. That's how real it was for me. You understand what I'm saying? So no I doubt. see all that to say that that moment where I'm opening the box and I know I'm on the inside. I put the disc in, man. It was an incredible, incredible thing, man. Right. Incredible thing. Right. And, you know, something, one thing that I would say to myself to keep myself going, to keep producing content was, man, if anybody deserves to be in a position to have influence on a game, it's me. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. I've done the work. I understand the sport. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, and and that's something that I wouldn't say to other people, but I say it to myself because you got to keep yourself going, man, because yeah. there's some long nights. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, yeah, so, so yeah. I want to transition because I'm glad you said that. And the the question I have is, unlike any other community that I've seen around a sports game, around a sports franchise, 
2K has been the most um, proactive in as far as pulling people who are doing dope things with their games out of the community and putting them on their team. You know, we had we had Momentus uh, first. We had Leftos, who who moved on to, to to do dope stuff. He was in the mod community super hard, and now is uh, working with the team. And now the Czar, the Telestrator, who who who, who like you said, put in mad work for a long time. <laughs> and, and and the funny thing is, I remember seeing I like I remember seeing conversations in the forums because I was lurking because I was one of those cats who didn't know how to say stuff and I was like nah I'm not gonna say nothing <laughs> <laughs> and you and you would have your video of the week or it'd be the video of the month and it would come up and then it would be like cats would be like Mike Wang will just roll up and it would be like well you know we could probably put that in but we know we're trying to get there you know it's gonna be there soon da 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 da. And, and people in the and people in the forums like, yo, the Zard just showed you how to do that, Jim. Why are you fretting? Right. <laughs> he just put the dude right there and the dude right there. He just did it. Why are y'all fretting? <laughs> so, so I guess I guess the question I want to ask is, how did it feel? Because that's basically like getting the call from you know AAA to the majors, right? It's like right. you know well, you got go ahead. It's it's it's. I mean, let's keep it in the basketball analogies. It's the N one mixtape tour. Oh, you're right. You know, you was mm. playing on the park, and then they had then they had the game, and you played the game, and at the end of the you know at the end of the season they put you on the crew. You were the professor. You were Spider. Right. You know. Wow. You brought <laughs> back Spider. Wow. Right. Exactly. Right. People front right. on that game you know? too. As an aside, right? Yeah, front yeah, on that yeah. N1 that game, game. was that, that game, game was, was kind of ill. Hot sauce. Yeah, that joint was kind of dope. With a little, with little broken ankle oh, icon up in the upper right, right hand corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, I'm sorry. Right. I digress. Right. I yeah. get hyped when people yeah. talk about that game because that game was dope. Right, but but I mean it's I mean but that's that's exactly what it was. Is you know here's a cat that that you, I mean that's what happened. I mean and it's 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 so analogous to the streets. You know, you got a cat that the streets talk about and, you know, the playgrounds. Every time you come into the playground, everybody knows who you are. Oh, the Zars in the building. Okay, watch mm. out. And I don't care who's in, the, you know, who else is coming with their 2K jerseys on. Yeah, they're hot. You know, they're dope. But the Zars in the building. He really knows mm. what's down. You know, he really knows what's going on. And now you now you're part of the crew. So how did that how did that feel? How did that happen? Um, what's your title? What what are your responsibilities now? Okay. Uh, uh, thanks again, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cicero, brother Khalif. Uh, I appreciate it, man. This is this is a little hard for me, but uh, it was. You know, I wish I had more words to say what an incredible feeling. It was to because again, man, I've I'm a lover of basketball. I'm a lover of video games, and right. to have the two combined is the perfect situation right. for me. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. then to to be able to make your living doing what you love every day right. is an incredible gift. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, I, I, I it just leaves me thankful to all the people that watched every video. All the people that donated art, all the people that donated music, all the people that listened. You know what I'm saying? I feel right. a, a a connection to those people still. And it's why I work so hard doing what I do. You know, I'm a hard worker anyway, but if there's an extra mile that can be taken, I take it 
because those are my people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not the type that would get somewhere and forget those that, that helped me uh, to get there and to achieve that. So it, it was an incredible feeling, man. Um, I, I, I still am overjoyed. I wake up some mornings, man, and I'm like, I can't believe this really happened. Wow. And when you think about it, man, it's easier to get into the NBA than to become a gameplay producer on an NBA game. Wow. Hmm. Wow. You know wow. what I'm saying? There may wow. be 10 dudes in the right. world. Right. 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 As opposed to 60 a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 yeah, it is. And, you know... Here, here I am. I came up from the community. I don't have a degree in making games. Right. So if you look at the situation, you say, this is impossible. It's impossible right. that this dude <laughs> did what he did. And right. so, you know, if you ask me and we weren't on the podcast, I say, man, it had to be God. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. If you, That's just because right. too many things happen perfectly. You know what I'm saying? For this situation to be of what it was. But you know what? Another thing is that you have to be prepared when opportunity presents itself. Sure. I I was, as much as an individual could be ready, I was ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I can't stress that enough because I don't know how many people had the opportunity before me, but they weren't ready. You know what I'm saying? They weren't ready to commit what it took to commit to get the job done. And when you and when you say, well, how did it happen, man? It was this long, elongated process. Uh, uh, and it started off by me just going up and just giving tips as a dude from the community. Right. 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 And but when they they needed something done and I was like, hey, man, I think I could do that. You know, and they were like, yeah, you know, it's not very important. If you think you could do it, go ahead and knock it out while you're here, you know. And, you know, they didn't think it was going to be too involved. So when I got my hands on it, and I can't talk about what it was, but I got my <laughs> hands on it, man. And I I went to work on it, Cicero. I did it like a dude from the community would do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when I got done, my time with them was up. And uh, so they were like, all right, you know, thanks for, you know, doing that. We'll look at it. You know, thanks for the feedback, whatever. So I went back home and it was bothering me. I was like, man, you know, if I had another week. You know what I'm saying? I could take that to the next level, man. Right. So what I did was, is on my own, I flew back out. I got wow. me another hotel. And wow. I said, hey, man, if y'all just let me in the building, you know, I, I will finish this. And they're like, man, is this dude crazy? You know, this is not even <laughs> all that important. So I went back out there, man. And just time after time, I gave extra effort. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was there before they were looking for me. I was there late, right. you know, after that. And it, it developed a pattern of this guy is for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, as you know, Cicero, people hire people they know. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And I right. was known right. for exactly. not just knowledge, but he's a hard worker, right. et cetera. All these things played right. into it. And if any of those were missing, I wouldn't be where I am today. Right. And, you know, and you have to give a company like uh, you guys were saying earlier, nobody really has gone into the community and snatched people out like 2K. Right, and when you hear yeah. everybody who works at Two K Sports talk, they say, "Man, it's a family atmosphere," and I promise you, no joke, that's exactly what it is. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's such an incredible thing. When you talk about Greg Thomas, who is our, you know, the, I call him the leader because it's, it's like we're a family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Greg Thomas is such a down dude that if he asks you to run through a wall, you ask him how many times. That's dope. Right. And that's 
the passion with which you have to have to even be in the building there. If you right. if you're not that passionate about it, you can't even get on the squat. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. so whether people realize it or not, and I understand the game has its issues. I understand that the game has a long way to go. But the way they develop games at 2K is not done anymore. Mm-hmm. The artists prevail at 2K. And that's why yeah, you, wow. when I was in the community, you could sense it. There's something different about the way they do. Yeah, some stuff don't come off. Sometimes they bite off a little bit more than they could chew. But there's something different, and that's what it is. Right. And so if they were to go away, I think the gaming industry itself would miss it. And then that it's only then that you would be able to realize what they brought to the table that was right. special. Right. And I right. think you could look at NFL 2K5 and see that uh, oh my god man i was just i was just about to say that's that is a running joke on this show oh a running theme is how much Cobb waxes nostalgic and loves the nfl 2k5 series and or nfl 2k series and nfl 2k5 and and there are lots of people uh, within the community that will wax poetic and wax nostalgic about that about that particular game specifically um I think they're fucking crazy. Um, I, think the, I think the game was good. I thought it was great um, from from Tuesday to Saturday. It, it did things when you weren't playing the game. It did things that still to this day Madden has not been able to do, which which definitely says something to it. Um, but even even then, I don't think the game on the field was as good as Madden. But that's just me, but, you know. Let, 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 I just happen to be the greatest voice on the internet when talking when it comes to talking about games. But again, it's just me. <laughs> so well, 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 see, you're about to make me use a a, a freaking Bill O'Reilly word while <laughs> while you bloviate over there on your side of the screen. <laughs> I, Khalif Jamal Adams, is about to spit some truth real quick before we go Ooh. into our music break. I use my middle name right. before before we go into the music break. So you know it's real. You know it's about right. to be real in the, in the field. Right. Operation Sports, I want you all to listen to this real quick because I know you understand this. This is how much I love 2K5, NFL 2K5. I spent my hard-earned money on all pro football. That's all I need to say. Oh, <laughs> Word. Word. I spent money on that wow. game with John Elway looking like he was a burn victim and <laughs> and and Barry Sanders looking like he was doing the like he was doing the hustle every time he rolled up on the on the screen. I love 2K in that respect and I love NFL 2K5. So understand this. Yeah, man. The people that love 2K5, it's they when you play a sport Right. Mm-hmm. There are certain yeah. intangibles that you might notice that other people might not. Absolutely. Right. Right. And that's right. what the thing was. It's like things that a, a different game may have been missing or just had just off. It, it was a few right. things that just felt right in your spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think people miss the fact that where would it be today if it still if it, if it was there? It w- if it was there. And yeah. that's, you know, um, I, 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 yeah, I kind of I kind of want to say this about uh, about the NBA 2K series. Um, and, and, you know, call, you know, say what you want. It has been the lead basketball game for the last seven years. Right. Um, at, you know, at some, at some point the zeitgeist just kind of said the mind share just flipped over to 2k. 
Um, and there were a few years where live was around and it wasn't a bad game. And I actually, you know, I was a live guy. I grew up a live guy. I was still playing live. And then, I, you know, and I thought live was really great in NBA Live 09 until I played NBA 2K9. And then I wanted to kick previous me in the stomach for thinking <laughs> that NBA Live 09 was, was a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but then, and then, you know, and then eventually the 2K series had no peer. But even though they had no peer, there was still a list of tangible improvements year after year. And if you know, say what you will, I love Madden, um, and and you know, I still play that game, and I still have a a, a huge affinity for it. Um, Madden, they they don't make the types of changes. They don't have the sense of urgency to make the the brand of their sport better for the player the experience for the player better the way that the way that 2K sports does the way that and you know the NBA series and and take 2 and 2K does and and it's it's just it's remarkable it really is it really is and i say a lot of stuff if you know fans of the show know <laughs> i say a lot of things about the 2K series um and in fact it was our uh it won the uh, sports game of the year um, for the Spawnies this year in 2014, um, aka, aka what was that? Uh, it's Willis Reed dummy. Um, <laughs> that was that's the awarded one. Um, so so before before we go off to the music break, I just wanna I I want the people to know what it and I kind of want to know too. Uh, so what exactly is your is your role at at 2K right now? Uh, right now, my role is uh, head officiator of nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> I am the the right. head of that. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. I no, mean- man. Uh, first of all, I wanted to tell you, man. I-, I wanted to say thank you for that compliment, and I feel like that's one of the realest things that people may not notice about 2K as a company, and I think it's important for the genre that people understand that these guys push when they don't necessarily have Have, to push. Right, right, yeah. And and the reason for that, that people don't understand, is that our leadership are gamers. Mm. They play games all the time. Right. And so I'm not saying that every decision they make I enjoy, I champion, or I'm like, oh, yeah, everything you say is great. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying I can't, as, as a gamer, I can't argue with somebody that wants to push the pace simply to push it because they're a gamer too. Right. And they want to play a game that has something new or something fresh or some new type of angle. And like I said, it doesn't always work out. That's how that's part. That's why that's right. the adventure of making a game. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but that, that's one thing that I don't think, even if you're a, a person that detracts from the series or, or thinks that it has its, its missing points, they go hard in the paint, whether there's yeah. somebody competing with them yeah. or not. It's yeah. just it's just the the company culture that yeah. we're gonna try to get it and we're gonna try to get it every year. Yeah, I, I will yeah. I will say this. I appreciate that. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that point because uh, we're about to go hard in the paint with our music break. Right. Uh, we're about we're about to you see that see that was a, that was a segue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was dope. That was dope. Until you said it was a segue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thereby releasing all dopeness. Right. That's what I do. It's like glitter right. in a box, but you get it in the mail. Right. It's like poof. You, oh, you just flush, let it all you out. Flush your dopeness down the toilet. I, I'll, I'll say this: I learned it by watching you. 
And now, uh, yes, oh, there it is. Snap. <laughs> it's the, it's the anniversary over. fight show. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the airing of grievances. Um, yeah. Word. We're gonna we're gonna take our music break now. We're gonna head off into the almost sunset. Um this is episode forty five of the Spawn on Me podcast. We are rocking with the Czar, y'all. This is so <laughs> we're gonna be right back after this. back to the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 45 and I hope you enjoyed that music break. This is our anniversary show so you know your boy had to give you some anniversary celebratory music. That was an anthem. That was the cats from Dirty Jersey. Naughty by Nature with Hip Hop. Hooray. Ho. Oh, hey. Ho. Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, Smooth it out now. Now that right. it, is. <laughs> it is. So uh yeah, so you know, we wanted you guys to uh celebrate with us. We're you know, we're in a celebratory mood. We've got our boy the Czar in the building. Um it's Khalif Adams and Cicero Holmes. It's the Czar. It's the anniversary. Um Oh man, man, listen, you know, Everyone should be lucky enough to visit Bricago with Khalif and I at least once because yes. like, we, we always seem out of breath when we come back from the break. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is we we cut up like like fools that just play hooky <laughs> all the time. I mean, I, I've like never that. laughed so hard. I wish we could have aired the break. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my That's God. Just, it's just I'm for sweating. you. 
I'm literally yeah. sweating because we laughed so hard. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, well, hey, you know that's is is what we do. It's what we do. It's it's uh you know it's part of the secret sauce that uh, that's brought us to a year. You yep. know, that's 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 what it is, man. It's all Khalif. It is. It's all me. <laughs> He's a fool. I just want. I just wanted it to be known that it's all me. Right. <laughs> so wait. So 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 let's roll. Let's roll into a, a little bit of um. Let's let's get us all on track. I'm gonna try to mm-hmm. get it back on the train. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about two K five. Two K fifteen. Two K five. Shut up. I do want to talk about two K five. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. talk about how it was dope yeah, to hit the button to run real fast. Anyway. <laughs> 2K, 2K15, like 2K15, we, again, we did talk about it uh, on our Spawnies episode that you should all listen to about it being the best sports game of the year. Yes. Um, it, again, the, the conversation that we had before the break of, of basically like how 2K at this point is, bush, is bushing, wow, is pushing <laughs> boundaries, is <laughs> pushing boundaries when they don't necessarily have to. There's a lot of stuff that we've seen in the in the latest iteration of the game. Um, some stuff that was really good, some stuff that was not so good, some stuff that you can see they kind of maybe uh, bit off a little bit more they can chew. We know that there were some online issues right out the gate. Uh, we know that there were some uh, some some missteps that were had in both still the the, the capabilities of being online. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna kind of you know. Talk about that too much because everybody already knows it's kind of already already done. The biggest issue that I had with the game, and I think that you know we can all talk to this, is Demarcus Cousins's voice. <laughs> Demarcus Cousins, by far, I, brother. If I ever meet you in the street, we need to have a discussion. Because I have never, I, it, I, you know, I'm a Knicks fan. I understand that the, my team is garbage right now. I made my dude. I scared my dude's face in. It looks like me. I don't look like a burn victim. I'm, I'm still on the team. I forced my way onto the Knicks because I started off on the Kings. And I, I, I did every bad decision making conversation prompt to get away from Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> Because Demarcus Cousins sounds like he got hit by every Mike Tyson punch. <laughs> no command. Hey, hey man, you got to get off my boy Marcus uh, uh, Demarcus Cousins, man. Everybody does not have the skills that Khalif and Cicero have. You, you put a mic in front of you guys, you know what to do with it. You know, man. some people, it, it, all God's children, we are all God's children. I, I, you know what? We are. I, I will take that. I will. I will absorb that into my right. soul. Right. I'll release that and say, "We are all God's children." Right. But Demarcus Cousins and James Harden. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say you're leaving James Harden out. Um, and that's 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 a crime. Um, James, well, first, James Harden and first, Demarcus Cousins. Right. So first, you you say that you know all men are not created equal in that way. Some people have different talents. Yes, 
they have the they have uh, basketball ability and it pays them millions of dollars. We have the ability to speak uh, clearly and articulate ourselves on the microphone for free. So <laughs> in that respect, um, but I will say that Demarcus Cousins is bad. But if if James Harden's ability to read and do voice acting was an NBA team, it would be the Knicks. Wow! Is, yeah. I mean, listen, listen. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna. Right. I'm even gonna ask your audience, all the Sim Nation. <laughs> right. After you listen to this show, which we hope you will do, right. Tweet at us with the worst voice actor in NBA 2K15. Because the, the beauty of the game is like you start off on your team and you can play, you know, whoever right. whoever you get picked up by. But there's no real conceivable way in which you can go through every team and find out who the terrible person was. Right. But I'll just say, Demarcus Cousins is right. the worst person <laughs> that ever spoke a line into a microphone. Right. On this planet. Right, and that's because you were on the Kings, and because I started on the Rockets. Wow. <laughs> 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 there is no conceivable way that anybody is worse than I am James Harden. So, wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait, wait. First, first off, y'all go ahead to back up off my game. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're we trying to bring new stuff, man, fresh stuff. And, uh, and, right. And, well, like, you know, one of the things that you said was that we try new things, you keep pushing, and sometimes they don't always work. <laughs> and I'm not saying that the thing that you tried to push was the wrong thing to push. You just picked the wrong individuals. I'll say this. I'll say I'll say this cuz this is the, the saving uh, and and again, we're, we're we're being I'm not being facetious. I'm not Yo, trying, I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm telling the truth. But them cats need them cats need the NBA read to achieve program. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I need I need a mom I need a mom shot to come out of retirement. <laughs> hey, did, did we cover the part where I say that I did in no way speak for 2K Sports? <laughs> Can well, we edit that back in? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say I'll, okay. So let's let's talk about real. Let's talk about real things about the game. Right. Right. Uh, who, so so you've had the game forever at this point. You've been you've right. been helping out with all uh, the production of the game, making sure the plays look like the plays are supposed to look like. Right. What's your sure the gameplay? Title? Make sure the gameplay feels like that. Yeah, what what is the, the actual title that you have at 2K? Uh, my official title is uh, uh, AI in Offensive Systems, Artificial Intelligence, and uh, in Offensive Systems. And, you know, with the team environment we have, it's like you have stuff that you're assigned to do, but anytime somebody on the team needs your help or, you know, we collaborate a lot. Scott O'Gallagher and I collaborate a lot. So there's lots of cross-talking and things like that. But uh, that that's my main area uh, of, of I, I think, expertise, and I think that's where I can really help the game. And, and when we talk about AI, we're talking about how the computer, if you're playing my career, how the computer will play against you, how the computer will use its offense, how the computer will eventually, I think I'm going to get into dealing with timeouts, things like that. So Ooh. my role should continue to expand in in that area. Um, and, and again, you know, when I talk about how dope 2K is, what a team environment it is, who else hires a guy off the street and hands them their, your AI? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, you know, uh, I, I should be on like uh, the. I, I should be controlling the broom guy or something. <laughs> and then after that, after that, crew chief. After that, <laughs> I'll be on fries. <laughs> That's what the real money comes. <laughs> shout out to coming to America, Eddie Murphy, Roosevelt stand up. There you go, boom. And shout out to fries. Good shit. Yeah, shout out to fries. <laughs> Shout so, out to McDonald's. Um, so, so, uh, well, the the thing the thing that's remarkable uh, about Two K is that they realize that they made the right decision. A smart company. That, to answer your question, and I know it was rhetorical, but a smart company sits back and they say, "Well, Dazar is around and he's an asset. He's a he's a, an available asset for us. How should we utilize him?" And you utilize him in the right way. This guy knows what he's talking about, and he's shown that for years. Mm-hmm. And they did that. So, so a smart company, and, and 2K is definitely a smart company. Um, now that I've said that, why does my dude look fucked up in my career? <laughs> <laughs> you I know mean, what? I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, please. Because, and if you'll excuse me here, because you people don't follow instructions. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I, I know we're not showing you video. Stubby <laughs> <laughs> Stan, you clearly understand what I mean by you people. <laughs> now, if the lighting source you use is what you're using for this show, I can clearly understand what the issues were. Right. A, okay. instructions. Right. B, follow them. C, right. refer to A. <laughs> I'm not going to front. I remember, I remember the week of launch. Right. There was, and mind you, I, I it's, it's interesting because if I'm being honest, I was upset about the, the camera stuff not working the first night. It took me a really long time to get my face scanned to, to do what it was doing. The light that I have right now is not amazing. It's not like I have direct sunlight, all that other stuff. And whatever the other parts of it were, like the camera business, all that stuff. I, I can understand that I was maybe not doing everything that I could, and there, and there even and even if I'm being reasonable, say that there was some glitchiness in the in the way that things were, and patches help with a lot of that. Right. But the Twitch streams that I saw of people trying to get their face scans to work, and them not understanding the most like simple of instructions. There was this one young brother who was on the screen. And he was doing his thing, and you can see that he, when he's not trying to scan his face, he was trying to be an S-curl box model. Because <laughs> you can see that he had the, like, the pose. <laughs> he had the pose, and it wasn't working. But you can see the Twitch stream. You can see all the people in the chat. It was like Red Fox on, like, steroids. <laughs> It was like, you big dummy, stop moving your face. Turn your head to the side. Why don't you know what you're talking about? And, and, and I will say that, look, we all work in IT. We all have worked in IT at some point. Right. We understand user error is 99.9% of the problem. Right. Computers don't do things that they're not supposed to do. Humans usually fuck that up. Right. But good lord, this dude could not follow instructions. I, he was the worst instruction follower of all. He was that cat that filled out the test, and they put out the instructions. They were like, the first instruction is to read all of the instructions. Right. And he didn't do it, and it right. failed the test. He's he was, sitting there counting tiles. Yeah, on he's, one of, he's one of those dudes. <laughs> But 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 I, but I think but I think you know we'll go we'll go back into the actual discussion about the game. 
so so a little bit behind the scenes, if you if you could. So mm-hmm. so you go into work um, the first couple of days, you know, prior to release, and you know you're you're in you're in the the mix of seeing how everything is working. You already have an idea of the things that you've seen in previous games and prior games, and I'm sure, you know, there were probably some small amounts of discussion happening in that in that space of like you know you put out a video and people see it and they understand it from the team is it something where you go in and you're like I I I cats we got to figure this part out cuz this is like totally broken or is it something where they're like all right Zara, we have some stuff that we have going on this is what we have so far take a look at it tell me what doesn't really uh, look like it's up to snuff and then and then the the, the process starts from there is that is that how that kind of works man uh, again man uh, in you you can uh, I I want to preface this by saying try to find other people who work for 2K and they're going to tell you the same thing about mm-hmm. the dopeness of the culture of where we work. I uh, work directly for Mike Wang, who has been one of the most outstanding video game producers, probably will go down in history uh, of all times. His name is associated with some of the dopest basketball games yeah. that have ever, ever been ever made. Been yep. yep. And it tells you something about his managerial skill and eye for talent that he would want to bring myself in, Scott O'Gallagher in, these other guys that bolster this team. It wasn't a situation where, hey, this is my my baby. I don't want any help. It was like, mm-hmm. who's the dopest guys I can find to let's take this thing to another level? So I, I, I preface that by saying I work for Mike, right? And right. Mike said, he said, you know, these were my instructions. Show me the czar magic. What? That wow. That's wow. dope. That's wow. it. He's like, do what you do and amaze me. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I came up with the freelance offense. This this is my work environment. This is this is how we do what we do. Wow. That's wow. so dope. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, because this is the thing, is the game for many, many years. Had a had a level of authenticity that was just you know mostly, mostly the visual aspect of what what, what people would remember when they talked about the two K series. They talked about it playing like basketball, in lots of the ways as far as animation and the way and 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 graphically how it looked. Mm-hmm. But the underlying systems were always a little bit suspect. Um, knowing- yeah, we, call, we used to call it uh, uh, not NBA basketball but basketball two K whatever. You know, right, it was a right, good right. general basketball game. Right, I know what right. you're talking about. Right, right, right. Right. And it's it's only been in the in the past couple of couple of iterations where you've seen a lot of the smaller nuanced parts of the game kind of come to fruition. Um what what what's been the thing that you've had your fingerprints on that you are the most proud of so far that you can say? Man, uh when you look at how plays were ran in video games, I think up coming up to the year of 2010, they were really simple. They were really, you know, they they weren't very complex. There wasn't right. a lot of meaning behind what was going on. And I think when you look at the game now, I mean, and again, I always preference this by saying the game has its issues, but some of the actions and emotions that we have offensively are very advanced basketball concepts. Yeah. Almost to the point where we're kind of waiting for the rest of the game to catch up to the logic that we have in there. You know what I'm saying? Like to to be able to truly show people what this game could do. No, no game has really done what we're doing on the AI side with 2K, right. and and uh, 
you know, I, I can't wait for everything else to kind of catch up so people can kind of get a hold of what we're trying to do. And, and uh, you know, with, again, Scott, myself, Mike, Wayne, Zach, we have a team of individuals that are hell-bent on making historic games. That's the goal. Will we accomplish it every time? Uh, you know, obviously we, we won't. You know, we, right. there, there, there are missteps. And some of that has to do with the process. It's a very, very difficult process. Right. But all that aside, that's what we come into the office for. We want to make a dope game that we can't put down. And that's how we give each other critique. I can put this down right now, dog. You got more work to do. <laughs> and, and so that's the focus and when we hit it and you'll see it there are flashes of brilliance in the game and there are flashes of oh gosh oh damn you know what I'm saying and so what we're trying to do is make that balance where 8 out of 10 possessions you're feeling like this is fantastic right. and 2 you know it's a video game you're going to have 2 possessions where it's off and so that's kind of how mm -hmm. I've always looked at it you know, and I think video games in general, the entire genre went from having two good possessions to about five to six, depending on how you play, right? right? And so we're trying to push that up to get a higher percentage of possessions be where you're not like, there's no way that happened. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. But the, the actual nuts and bolts of getting that to happen, men, is a very, very complex issue. And, you know, I, I want to say this, and I'm hoping that people who are fans of the game can understand this. I said this before I went in to start developing, and I know it to be the truth now, that everything in a game, whether you like it or not, whether it's cheese or not, everything in a video game solves some type of problem. It either solves a logic problem, it solves a gameplay problem, it solves a technical problem. Mm. To where if we remove that, you really ain't going to like what happens next. <laughs> right. Okay? And so that's the difficult thing. So when you're saying, hey, I'm going to introduce something new, you right. have to be able to continue to fix everything that that thing you're trying to take out fixes and mitigate as much of new issues as you right. can at the same time. Wow. And then design that within a certain window and with other specifications. Right. But really, video games are about managing complex issues with limited resources and making key decisions based on that wow. and trying to manage that over the course of the project. It's much less about because people say, oh, well, the devs don't understand the sport. Listen, we got people that are literally rocket scientists working on this game. Okay, the brain power in this building is ridiculous. And I'm sure it's the same for other companies. Like, these guys are brilliant. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, right, so right. That's how complex the issues are. And that's how yeah. integrated the issues right. are. And people have no idea how much a game changes in one single day of development. Right. can be for anywhere from hundreds to thousands of changes in a single day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Now, now, I hope and pray that no one in the community says that the guys that behind the NBA 2K series don't play the game or don't understand basketball. Um, because even before you came in, you know, say what you want about Ronnie 2K, but he knew the game. Mm. You know, LD 2K, he knows the game. Yeah. I mean, the the, the people that are, are front-facing 
you know, community facing for 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 that for that series have always been people that you felt confident you could sit down and talk the sport with. If you were a fan of the sport, mm-hmm. you Absolutely. always knew that those guys, those guys, and you know, and obviously they they know enough to know enough to bring in people that know the sport, and and. And you know, so so uh, one one question, and uh, you know, and then we'll we'll try and and roll over into some other things. But how much about making games did you know before you came through the door? Before you walked through the doors at Two K? Man, that's a brilliant cr- uh, question, Cicero. Being that, uh, of course, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was a rhetorical statement. Right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I've been fortunate that my background has always helped me. Uh, as you guys know, we talked before the show, uh, I've been a network administrator for a number of years, right. understanding uh, uh, computers, understanding networking, right. understanding what's going on at the CPU, at going down to the bit level. Right. Um, that background helped. And I've always been a dude that, that like like I said, when I became interested in games, that's part of my research is to find out, well, what do, what language do they write these games in? Well, C++. C++. So let me get a little program and start trying to write little programs on my own. And so it's not that I can program, but I can read the code well enough mm. to gauge what's going on. And that's right. part of the the thing where I was telling you before I was as ready as somebody who doesn't have a degree in that could be. Right. And, and little things like that, again, just show effort when somebody's telling you something and you happen to see the code, you say, Oh yeah, I could see that because this looks like this type of logic. So, and then I was fortunate enough to have, you know, this is a business of what I call convenient relationships. Right. And, and, and you guys know <laughs> it's a business of convenient relationships. So, oh, yeah, you have, you know, Rob Jones, man, who I, I owe the world to for this opportunity, you know, was always sharing with me different things about the industry, different things about uh, about 2K as a company uh, uh, and about making games. You know, he's been making games for a long time. So he would talk to me about the logical parts of making a game, why certain decisions you would go opposite of what my natural instinct would be. And he, he talked, he, he's brilliant at understanding the customer. Like mm. we have to service the entire customer base, not just the guys at the top and not just the guys at the bottom. How do we cover the biggest range of gamers that we can? Sure. And so all of that was key to me being comfortable so that by the time I really got there, I understood the culture, I understood the environment, and that's all due to people like Marcus Stevenson, uh, Mike Wang, Rob Jones, Sean Lee, uh, uh, just everybody, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and right. from each person, it was like it was like being at Shaolin and you have all the different masters, right? right? And yeah. this guy hits you off with a little of this and this guy hits you off with a little of that. So I, I think I was very fortunate in that. So that by the time I got on, I was able to work. You know what I'm saying? I was able, mm-hmm. And not that there isn't a lot for me to learn. One other thing I wanted to tell people is that making games is a learned skill. It's not just about knowing a sport. Right. The art of producing, as I talked about before, the art of development contains these different elements. One of that is being able to work with people. 
Mm. You have your engineers are brilliant. How do you convince this brilliant guy that the way he wants to go with something and the way you want to go with something are a little bit different? You know what I'm saying? He's basing his argument on what is a clean, efficient engineering design. Right. You're like, but that's not dope. (laughs) (laughs) How do we cross this bridge? And so all of those things come into play. And I I just thank God that I was ready. Thanks to all of those people, like I said, Rob Jones, Mike Wang, the whole crew. And, uh, and, you know, at, at 2K, when we talk about it being a family, it's not one person really that can say, all right, dude, you know, you're on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like a group decision. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I'm thankful to all of those people, man. And most importantly, again, Greg and Jeff Thomas. These are guys that they don't have to care about me. They don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Give me- huge chunks of their game code to work on. Look at the development team. These guys have degrees in these areas. They don't have to let a guy come off the street and be a team player with me, but they do. And again, that speaks to the character, I think, of the company and, again, the environment. And, um, you know, if we're able to make a super dope game, it's because of the people and it's because of the environment and it's what they empower us to do. Can I, can I, no, that's freaking ridiculously dope. And that, that's some insights that, again, we are happy that you shared with us and that people will not hear that unless they, one, listen to the show and two, you know, listen to, to, to you tell people that this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a question that's really interesting because it's something that's bothered me for a long time as a, as a gamer and a long time as a, as a sports gamer in general (laughs) is, you know, we talked about user error. Right, we talked about the systems and the and the, the constraints in which a, a company has to work f- work with, a development team has to work with, and I've seen and always wondered how they kind of combat the ideas that, you know, you talk about playing basketball in a specific way. You know, you don't play video games; you play basketball. That's that's part of <laughs> that's that's part that's part of the the signature czar uh, uh, line. And it's always never seemed to always translate to the online parts of sports games where I want to play a sim game, but I'm always faced with all these cats who want to run and chuck three-pointers as soon as they get across the, the timeline. Absolutely. Is there, is there? Do you ever think that there's going to be a way... Besides, you know, meeting up on OS or meeting up in these places where people consistently talk about just wanting to play a sim game, where we're going to have something AI-wise or something in which there's going to be some kind of discussion on the development side to make online games more sim in the way that we'd like them to be? Man, uh, you're not Cicero, but that still is a brilliant question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I mean, if I, if, I, if I took out all the, the hubris in the show, it would just be me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but great question, man. Great question. Here, here's the thing. There is so much left to be done as far as game development. There are so many elements of real life that are still missing from the game mm. that the real-world restraints are still not put upon you in the virtual realm. Mm. And so developing the game is a process of fixing the old, and it's also a process of trying to eat up the distance between where we are and where we want to be. 
And I think if you look at the genre as a whole, and I always like to look at genre, do you know, not just one specific company, but as a genre, what leaps forward are we making towards that? Mm. And there are several systems in any game that you can look at. And I don't want to get too deep into that. But <laughs> as we continue to advance those systems right. to place more real-world restrictions on you, where there is a natural consequence to playing like an idiot, <laughs> right? Users who want to win will naturally correct that behavior. Right now, and again, because of the wide range of gamers, because of the, all the different controls and things that we have, there's still a lot of leeway for people to play in a crazy manner and still be too successful at that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Without us limiting that in an artificial way that only creates anger from the people who are right. playing the game. Right. 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 So basically, to do it right, it's going to take time. But if you look uh, uh, with an elongated view, you should be able to see us inching forward and inching towards that with every game release. The more tech we get into the game, the more AI logic that we're able to get into the game. Like uh, uh, There are so many nuances defensively that video games haven't even approached yet. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so like the the video game uh, uh, concept of oh he's getting hot is still double team right just right. double teaming double teams to the left double teams right. to the right. right and so as we get more nuanced defensive coverages to take specific things away right then we can start making difficulty level about understanding of the sport and ability and that's right. when it's going to start to get exciting but it, it's it's a long march man it, you know. It, yeah, I wish I could tell you, oh, yeah, in 2K16, we got it, baby. But that, you know, that, that That's not the truth, you know, but we will eat up some ground. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you that we will eat up some ground. And, and just like I did the freelance videos that nobody, no game has had that before. That's what we're right. into. No game has added this. Now, now, now let's add it. This year we'll add some sauce to that. You know what I'm saying? And then, again, yeah. we'll, we'll try to take more bigger steps towards that direction. So it's coming. I think you look at how game how gamers play games in the 2K5, 2K6, 2K7 era, mm -hmm. right. how they play it now, it's a lot different. Right. It's a lot yeah. more advanced, you know. Yeah. And having said that, cheese are going cheese, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's yeah, an man. exploit out there, they're going to find it. But we want to get to the point where that is the exception rather than the rule. Right. And when somebody's using that exception, they're not 100% effective with it. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm -hmm. Where where if you know the sport and you play the right way, you have a competitive advantage. We're not there yet, but that's where as long as I'm here, as long as Scott's there, as long as Mike's there, Zach, you know, uh, Jesse Bean, as long as we're there, that's the direction we want to take the series. That's so, yeah. that's dope. And and you know what, I, I, I want to say the two of you gentlemen, you, you guys are wonderful. You're, you're wonderful people um, because that leads directly into, you know, we're not really going to do a breakdown this week. Um, but we do have we do have some stuff that we do want to kind of talk about, and and the, and everything that you said leads directly into our first not breakdown uh, segment of the week. <laughs> um, and and that of course it does. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Like you know, I, you know, I, I I push off, I push off, I emanate and just resonate all all of this 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 radiate all of this wonderfulness, and everybody pulls it in and is is wonderful. Yeah, um, I think I think I just used a baby wipe after you said all yeah, that. Yeah, right. Shit. right. <laughs> 
And so, so our first not breakdown uh, topic of the week is is an article from from Operation Sports. We've talked about them a couple of times already today, and it's about uh, realism in sports games. And um, you know, people are wondering as a result of the the NFC Divisional Series game between Dallas and Green Bay. And the the uh, Dev Des Bryant drop not catch. Mm. Um, wondering whether or not they should bring the Calvin Johnson rule into the game, hmm. where you know and 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 have programmers animate um, players dropping the pass, dropping passes after they seemingly have made the catch, um, and. Whether or not people think that'll be hot, and and you know one of the things if you've played Madden 15 this year, one of my complaints about the game is the fact that you play it, and I you know I've played a lot of I've so the games that I've played in 2014 um, are Destiny, 2K, and Madden, probably in that order, and they you know and then everything else. Right. Um, in Madden, I have yet to get. I've probably played like sixty or seventy complete games, no pass interference calls, not one, ever. Which you know, people people will say that you know pass interference isn't fun, but not having pass interference isn't real. I mean, and you see, you saw that in what you call it though. You saw that in two K for a long time, where you didn't, if you didn't have your your charge and block sliders all the way up to hundred, you wasn't getting nothing. Oh no! I, but see, that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing. When I played two K, I could still it, even with I like I almost never touched the sliders when I play two K, um, which is another which is another thing that uh, you know another feather in their cap is that I could play the game without moving the the, the sliders. And I could still get charges drawn, you know, like it wouldn't happen all the time, and, and and you know, and it shouldn't happen all the time. But I could draw a charge. Um, I can't get any alleys in the last two years, <clears throat> but I, you know, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, like I, I don't want to talk about that right this second. Um, I do kind of want to talk about whether or not we think it would be hot to make the games more realistic, to slow the games down in, in a way that, you know, isn't necessarily fun, but is more real. Mm. Um, Kai, I'll let you, I'll let you talk about that, and, and Dazar, you know, we'll let you, you know, kind of wrap that up. Um, what do you, what do you think about that, Kai? I think, I see, this is the thing, I'm, I'm way more for more realism, even if it makes the game a little bit more difficult to manage. It's the reason why I discuss. It's the reason why I'm still looking for some good sliders for my 2K game, and I and I go on OS and I tweak everything that I that I possibly can. And you know, please, uh, you know, OSers and people who are in the in the in the 2K community, please shout shout me out with some good sliders because I need some as a base. But I feel that to a certain extent, the, the small nuance things that you'll see in the game. That have been implemented through both, you know, new AI routines and 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 also, um, I I guess an understanding that the small parts of the games that we see in sports are the most important. Mm-hmm. It's not about the big plays; it's about the small plays. It's about the person who set that baseline screen as opposed to the person 
who who got you know who just basically came up and and sh- shook you down. You know what I mean? Because that person who who ran that baseline screen got two other people open as opposed right. to the other person who ran down and did ISO all day. Right. So right. like making sure that that looks good and making sure that that fits into the way that the schemes work is fine. Small little nuanced things, especially in football and uh, in other games like baseball in that respect as well. You know, you know that you don't see often are super important. They may not be fun. You may not even see them, but they're way more important to making the game more authentic and making your experience um, better in the long run so that you can say, this game looks and feels exactly like the sport that I remember watching on whatever day that was during the week that that sport came on. So I think, you know, there is there is a balance in there, like, like Zara said, that there's a balance between fun and about authenticity and about realism. But I think that as long as you are willing to, to deal with that, you'll usually get a better product on, on, on the screen and on the sticks than if you don't. Um, Azar, I guess you can, you, can, you can wrap that up for us too. Man, that, that is a huge, huge uh, 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 subject. It's a huge chasm. On, on one level, I say I'm not a fan of specialized development. And what I mean by that is, ooh, I saw something cool on TV. Let's right. spend a bunch of hours to recreate that one thing that may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. I think there's so many. We're at a stage for all games where there's so much core work that needs and should be done on balancing mechanics, balancing uh, uh, offense versus defense, balancing fouls. I, I think the time is better spent in those issues than saying, hey, this one cool thing happened. Should we put that in the game? You know what I'm right. saying? I think if you fix the core things, if you try to attack the core, and and let's be honest, those things are not sexy. Right. And as you know, when you get into not just game development, but if you're going to be a gaming company, you have two sides. You have the, well, they're not adding anything new to this game. It's just an upgrade, right? <laughs> it's just a roster update. Right. And then you have the, oh, they're not fixing any legacy stuff. They're just making new stuff for new people to get new people to buy the game. Right. You know, a- as a company, you don't have the luxury of picking one or the other. You have to do both, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so therein lies the issue. If I spend all my time, and not me as an individual, I'm saying me as Joe developer, right? right? All my time working on the nuances, and there's nothing to put on the back of the box, right? Right? Then we haven't done anything. Sure. Because only Cicero and his five buddies are going to notice the intricate thing that we fix. Right, right. And this is the problem you have when you're trying to upsell minute changes. Right. Right? So right. you have to both. It has to be a collective effort on what can we bring new and what can we fix and what can we not break. And this it's terribly complex and it changes daily. One of the things that, that the users have the advantage on is when they get their game, right, their game is finished changing until or unless a patch comes out, right? Right. right. That's the only time the game is not in a state of change. Yeah. Hmm. Because every day somebody's making a change, an update. Every day somebody's doing that. So the thing that worked yesterday may not be working today. <laughs> they don't have to be related. You guys are in IT. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so uh, I wanted to say all that to, again, say if it was easy, somebody would have made the perfect sports games by now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It, sure. It's not. It's, it's not. And uh, look, if you have the perfect team, 
with perfect execution, with an unlimited time windows, you still couldn't make the perfect game. Right. And we know that all of those things are not true. Somebody's right. going to make a bad decision. Somebody's right. not going to die deny. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and so I say all that to say that we have to look at these games as incomplete pictures because nobody's getting a halo contract to make a football or basketball game, meaning you're not going to get five years before you get to come out with right. this game. Right, right. right. Yeah, you're, not, you're, not, you're not GTA. Yes, and look yeah. how many bugs those games still have. Right, right. Get out of here, man. Do you think, though, do you think, though, that, you know, the conversation that always happens is maybe if sports games were to be a uh, uh, a platform as a, a service, as a, a service or a platform as opposed right. to a, a yearly iteration, that a lot of the things that we see would give dev, it would give t- uh, teams time to, to polish those things up and to make those things more uh, noticeable or palatable or even even you know you know fresher when they come out the box. Do you think they will ever one get to that point where we'll see a, a sports title as as a platform uh, where we just get roster updates basically, or do you think that that's just not attainable in the in the, the profit kind of driven margin that we have at this point? Yeah, man. As far as this. Uh sports game or software as a service, I, I don't think that that would work with sports gamers. And as much as, and I'm including myself, I'm talking about myself. As a sports gamer, we look forward every year to getting a new coat of paint. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we think we would do if October, whatever month your sport game come out and it's just a roster update. No matter what they did all year long, <laughs> You know, think about it. For the last 10, 15, 20, however long you've been gaming, you get a new coat of paint. You get to kick the tires. You want to find out what's new. Like the whole industry is built on, and including people making YouTube videos. And you know what I'm saying? That the whole seasonal nature of it, I'm not sure that would work. I I just don't think people would feel. I think intellectually people believe that's what they want. But getting little measly updates to your sports game throughout the year, I don't know if that's the... That's the shot, man. I mean, the thing. I, I see, this is the work. thing, though. If if you, because you, you, I think you made one mistake when you said that there was no no perfect sports game, and that's because there has never been a sports game made about curling. Oh, <laughs> and if you made a sports game that revolved around curling, you wouldn't have to worry about any of the stuff that we are talking about right, right now. It would be perfect. You would just have to make sure that you got all the screaming correctly done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, bust, bust out our, our, our last story for the, for the show this week. Um, you know, hashtag stubnostications strikes again. Um, you know, a while ago we talked about the the Xbox One dropping its price to $350. Um, and that was a temporary thing until sometime in January. I uh, stubnosticated. I didn't really jump off a, a huge limb here by saying that the price would not go back up uh, to $400. Um, uh, but you know what? It actually did. Uh, after January 5th, <laughs> they said it was going to go down or go back up. It went back up to $400. But guess what, guys? They listen to our podcast, and they <laughs> and decided to bring it back down to three fifty. So now, 
so now the price of the Xbox One was four hundred dollars for two weeks. If you bought one in that time frame, maybe you can bring it back. Check the receipts. Show me the receipts, Diane, and bring it back to your uh, to your the the store you purchased it at and buy one for three fifty starting uh, January sixteenth. The price of the Xbox One will be three hundred and fifty dollars again. Um, indefinitely, they said it's another promotion, um, but they didn't put a timetable on it, so we don't know uh, whether or not it will go back up to $400. I doubt that it will. Um, I will hashtag Stubnosticate even further and say that E3, during the Microsoft press conference, they will announce that starting that day, there will be one terabyte Xbox Ones, Xbox Ones with a one terabyte hard drive for $350. What say you, Czar? I say you better get in there and get it for that price go up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, you know, what about a two terabyte? These limits on these on these systems, when you got games that take up so much space, right. it's ridiculous. I mean, the terabyte is good. You know, I wish the the PS4 came out with that. That five hundred, uh, that that was a despicable display of, of <laughs> forethought. Right. 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 No, I, right. Anytime you as a gamer are uninstalling a game to install another one, it's not cool. Right. You That's where so, I'm at right now. I'm 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 on that move right now. I need to go get a Seagate drive and go through that bad boy in my PS4 because it's not it's not doing it right now. It's yeah, not man. It. So so props to them for having the the big drive. I think that for 350, that's a, that's good money. You know. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it has happened yet. But you can you can take that to the bank that a Oh Lord. Hashtag subnostications. Hashtag subnostications are almost never wrong. Almost, uh, almost never, never wrong. wrong. Yeah. So uh, let me let me wait. So let, let me think. What's what's the other things that you that you stubnosticated on that came true, or uh, or, or, or stuff that or stuff that you said was going to happen that hasn't happened yet? I think you said like in 1964 that like Alicia Keys and Swiss, Swiss Beats would get together. See. And then some uh, yeah. other nonsense that you were yeah. like the Cuban Missile Crisis was going to happen. Yep. And then, <laughs> and then something else right. was like you right. know. Weaves are gonna be a real thing. Yep. I, 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 I subnosticated Justin Bieber's rise and fall from grace. Um, <laughs> but but no, I mean real talk. Actually, like uh, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and pat myself on the back because my arms aren't really that long. But but actually, there's been a lot of shit that I've talked about, and you know, Bacargo can back me up that. Oh God. I've, I've said, and it's come true. And and this is the thing that I'm saying now is that. The next thing is that we will get a one terabyte. We will see a new SKU of the Xbox One. That the price will be three fifty from now on because that is what's winning them the race, at least domestically, in terms of uh, pu- pushing out more units than the than the PlayStation Four. PlayStation Four worldwide is now at eighteen and a half million units sold, um, and not shipped but sold. So uh, they, you know, Microsoft's got to make up that slack, and if the way they're going to make up that slack is by taking a loss on the on the unit itself, like they've, you know, like console manufacturers have always done, uh, and and they're and then they're going to 
now push out that same console at 350 with a one terabyte hard drive uh, come E3 and get it ready for the Christmas holiday. Um, so um, that's what's going to happen. So you can we can save what you said, Czar, about kudos for them to them for making the bigger drive <laughs> for June when it happens. We'll play this part again. All right. What? Well, thank you. you. I you don't think you'll be playing it now that you've explained to me what a stubnostigation is. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I don't. Think, I don't know what he's talking about. He, he might as well say, "Got a song? Want to hear about it?" Because right, right. <laughs> my thing is, if it does happen, then from now on, he will be known as Miss Cleo on the show. Right. Hey, <laughs> go, he's got to go. do the bad Jamaican accent. Though. Right. Right. Yeah. It was the worst Jamaican yes. accent known to man. Uh, Show me. All right, no, stop it. Xbox, I'll show you a new price. <laughs> and um, I would, I would just like to say that his his Jamaican accent is not a reflection on the Spawn on Me podcast. <laughs> a reflection of how we feel about our Caribbean brothers and sisters in the world. Yes. Because um, I do have to go back to New York in two weeks, and you are going to get me right. sad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no parties for you. None. Um, um, so, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no. I know this was like a show for the ages. Seriously. Yeah, it's the um, anniversary show. Yeah, it's the anniversary show. It's totally the anniversary show. Okay. Uh, hey, man, gonna, I got I got to say one thing. Yeah, uh, please. please, 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 please. I I want to thank you, you brother, for having me on the show, man. It's been a great pleasure of mine to spend this time with you guys to talk with you hopefully I gave you guys something good that people oh. get something better oh. but most worse. importantly I have to thank my wife all this stuff that I've done with the videos with the the music with everything is because I had a my best friend who I married who supported me mm. when I said hey I want to spend 20 to 40 hours a week on top of my job making videos for free. Right. right. Are right. you in? <laughs> right. 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 You know what I'm saying? And she's right. believed in me the whole time, man. Right. She said, she said, babe, what you're doing is brilliant. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, we, we got, we got five hits, babe. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about brilliant. <laughs> But my my wife, man, uh, Mrs. Samuel, I love you, and uh, none of this be possible without you. Oh, word, 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 word. And and you know what? While while you're saying that, not to make us sound bad, um, we've got to do the same. Um, you know, it's our anniversary, and and we've got lots of thanks to give out. But most importantly, um, to to my lady, um, you know. Follow her on on Twitter, Belladama. I think it's Belladama thirty four. I don't know. It's something. She's <laughs> yeah, great great shout out. <laughs> but hey, y'all go y'all gonna want to edit that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just remember who has to edit the show. Right. <laughs> but but uh, Cicero you know. behind you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but. But uh, yeah, I mean, but seriously, uh, just just like just like your best friend, um, you know, you went you went to her with the with the crazy proposition, the random spoons pr proposition, <laughs> and and said, you know, hey, are you down? 
um, both of our respective spouses, partners, uh, I mean, because that's what they are, they're partners, yes. um, said, said yes. And, and, you know, baby, I love you. I, you know, I love you. If, if for nothing else, um, it's for this, um, because this is one of the greatest things that I've ever been able to accomplish in my life this last year has been absolutely fantastic. One of the best things that's happened to me. Um, and, and I, I wouldn't be able to do it without you. Um, I literally would that's not be up. able to do it without you. That's so what's that, up. See, see, now since y'all said that, now I got to say it too. Damn. Right. Well, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, you you uh, can take your chances. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be me and Cicero next week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> has been brought to you by <laughs> the letter S for stab. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows, if anybody knows what the deal is with with Spawn Point Blog, Spawn Point Blog was a right. pa- a passion project for me to right. to kind of re- release my brain from the, the the horrors of working in IT for many many years. And, and the only reason that this podcast is here, the only reason that Spawn Point Blog was ever successful or ever made itself to what it was was because of my wife. So yeah. she she if you, if you don't know. She was one of the cats who's helping to code all this bad boy. Uh, yeah. When things were breaking, I would run to her and be like, "Baby, fix it." Wow. <laughs> she was like, That's I, what's got, up. "I got you on this CSS, baby." <laughs> <laughs> Let me fix your PHP. I'm like, "I love you, girl." Boobity bop, booby bop. Basically, I'm sitting there with my arms flapping around, looking like a muppet. She's like, "Baby, I got you. Don't worry about it." So, so word, man. It's it's been an amazing year. Um, we have one other thing that's gonna happen this week, uh, besides this show coming out next week. Uh, we did ask uh, everyone to kind of gather around and to be a part of our event called uh, Spawn for Good. Uh, I, I would I would digress and say that at this point, it's not really just about the event. It's about a platform. We're trying to make something different. We're trying to use the voices that we have as the Spawn and Me podcast and, you know, mm-hmm. the Spawn Point blog as, you know, we are two cats of color who we have been talking about things that are really important to our our community. We've been talking about things that are specifically important to us, um, and we are trying to push that forward with our event that's happening, uh, that already has happened by the time you heard this. Uh, we talked about it last week. Um, but we're trying to raise funds for Erica Garner, uh, for the New York um, League uh, in New York, New York Lawyers League in New York. Um, those cats are skilled. Lawyers Guild. I'm sorry, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, no problem. Um, they they are they are the cats who will bail your punk ass out when you're out there uh, <laughs> protesting. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those people are just as important than as as the protesters as well, who are right. who are lending their voices with nothing but the world against them. Um, so we want to. You know, game against what we see as the the rampant police brutality that we've seen out there. Um, by the time you hear this, it'll be over. We we are believing that we're going to would have been successful and that we were successful. Um, and we are going to hope that you know this spawn for good process and project is going to be continuing uh, throughout uh, the rest of the time the spawn of me is in existence. So right. we will not we we will be the podcast that is going to talk about games, but also talk right. about blackness and talk about social justice and talk about things that are happening to the communities that are being underserved in all aspects. So 
we want to make sure that you ride with us on that and that you, you're having fun while you do it, that you're able to have these conversations in real ways, and that um, Swan on Me is going to be the place that you do that with. So right. um, unless you have anything to add to that, see, I have one other quick thing to, 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 to say. All right, I, w- I will add, uh, you know, I'll just say one, one thing. Um, Spawn for Good will be successful, in, and I think success is not measured by the amount of money that we raise. We'd love to raise as much as we possibly can. I think it's a success simply because we're doing it. Yeah. Um, the second we start streaming to the, to the moment that we stop, that's what makes it a success. Um, and the fact that you guys came to visit, you came to say hello, even if you came to say we, you hate us, that means we've, we've made enough noise to, to garner your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's what makes it a, a success. We're, we're, you know, we're out there. We're, we're, you know, I mean, this is why the show is here. We're trying to make a difference. We're trying to raise awareness um, and and that's what's it's it's really super you know super important to us. Yeah, absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So what's your one other thing? So the one other thing is uh, if you have been paying attention to social media on all aspects, our Facebook page, our Twitter pages, all that good stuff, our Pinterest pages, our GeoCities, our Angel Fire page. <laughs> Um, you will see that we were asking folks to speak into our speak pipe and give us some well wishes for our one year anniversary. Right. Um, we're going to let Brother Czar uh, go. We're going to thank him so much for being on the show. And after we do that, we're going to let you listen to the wonderful, awesome things that you had to say. But before we do that, Brother Czar, thank you again so much for being on the show with us. We are been – this could have been – this is the best – uh, anniversary gift we could have gotten is to have yeah, you on our show. Absolutely. Uh, so we want to thank you so much for being on with us and hope that you will definitely visit Chicago again. Oh man, absolutely. And are y'all going to validate this stand parking? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Hey, hey, gentlemen, I had a blast, man. I, I, I love what you guys are doing here. I uh, thank you for making me aware of uh, Spawn for Good. I thank you for making me aware of, of the podcast, of, of, of what you guys have going on. I, I, I am a fan of the show now. I will be listening uh, every time I get an opportunity. And I, I just appreciate it, man. Um, like I said, when we first started, I appreciate the fact that you guys can appreciate w- what I've been able to do thus far. And, uh, you know, uh, man, it, it's just dope. To have dope dudes look at you and say, "Hey, dog, you you know you you all right, you know." <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, I'm all right." Right. <laughs> and, uh, 2015 yeah. is going to be the year, all right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I appreciate it, man. I really do, and I, I had a blast, man. I had a blast. Anytime y'all got something you think I might I might could slide into, man, just holler. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Uh, you know, while while you're uh, sliding all over the place, if people want to slide over to you and 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 if they didn't know who you were and and this was the first time they got to listen to you and realize how dope you were, how can they follow you? How can they uh, interact with you? Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at Dazar, D-A underscore C-Z-A-R. And uh, if you want to find my videos, the best way probably just to, to Google Dazar, YouTube videos or Dazar videos and you'll get to that page. Uh, my YouTube name is Precise40 
so uh, th those are the best ways. If you're on Operation Sports, I'm on there all the time. Uh, uh, NLSC, I visit the NLSC. So I, I try to hear from the people, man. And, uh, you know, as long as people are respectful, you know, I'm respectful back. I, you know, I, I believe you got to take some punches to give some. So like, <laughs> yeah, if you're willing is. to take some, then okay. <laughs> as Roy Jones said, y'all must have forgot. <laughs> um, you mean is that before or after you got his ass beat? <laughs> I remember that shaky leg. Yeah, I remember that shaky leg. He and Zion Jr. had a shaky leg. Anyway, um, <laughs> don't, whatever you do in life, don't get knocked out in front of no black folks because they <laughs> will never let you forget. It don't matter if the dude was three times your size. All they know is right. you went to sleep. Right, you know. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Right. Think about it. Mitch Blood Green, Zab, Zab Judah. Zab Judah. Don't ever play with matches. <laughs> <laughs> Said by the czar, don't right. ever get knocked out in front of black people. Right. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah, we're not gonna be old man. We need to have a we need to have a, just a straight knockout show. show. A straight right. sports show. We need to talk about just straight sports and no games and that'll be amazing. Remember remember that time? Um yeah, so uh Sim Nation is still going on. The Sim Nation podcast is or uh, the, the, the hangouts are still happening. Yeah, man. Fridays at uh, 10 p.m. Man, you know, sometimes if work goes over, we, you know, we won't have it happen. But you can also all that's on the on the YouTube page, or you can follow me, as said, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow at Odyssey O D Y E S S Y on Twitter. Uh, she will tweet out everything that we're doing. Uh, oh. uh, so uh, yeah, man, that's what's up. I appreciate the. Like I said, man, I appreciate it, man. It was dope. Uh, we could do this probably for another couple more hours, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, man seriously, <laughs> I, had, I had a blast, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my friends where to find y'all Sim Nation in the building. Please uh, leave 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 do. a little note somewhere in the 2K offices that we want right. to talk to some of those cats too. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, know, man. I'm gonna. I'm going to fill them out, man. You know, some of them casters, you know, established and what have you. So, right, I don't know, right. you know, we'll, we'll see yeah. what's going on. But man, uh, I'm going to definitely pass the link. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> if we need I'll to be... snatch some monocles, <laughs> I'm, I'm down with snatching monocles. That's my oh, no. move for 2015. I'm snatching all the monocles, son. Oh, God. <laughs> word, I'm mad word. monocles, son. Word. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> usually around this time is where Ka says, hey, C, why don't you hit him with the social media business? So I'm going to do that. Yep, How do about it. That? How about that? Um, so social media business is as follows. Our great captain, our anniversary captain, Khalif Adams, is at Kajakins. Uh, your, uh, yourself, myself, Cicero Holmes, is at Stubby Stand. The show is at Spawn on Me. The site is at Spawn Point Blog. Remember to go to our Facebook pages, the Spawn Point Gaming Blog and Spawn on Me Podcast. Like them. Keep the conversations going. We've got a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, check out uh, iTunes and Stitcher and Automatic and SoundCloud and all those wonderful places. Cat Small works in SoundCloud, so you need to check that place out. Right. Um, and and follow and subscribe and like and tell your friends and rate, uh, review, do all of those wonderful things. I actually left an iTunes review quiet as it's kept. It's, it's 
it's dope. It's dope. You should check it out. Um, and while you're checking it out, you should leave a review uh, yourself. So, um, uh, yeah, why don't you guys do that? Tell your friends. Um, tell, tell you know, your 2K offices. Tell your Sim Nations. Um, you know, tell the people in the junkyard. Tell the people tell, in you know, the junkyard. You're drunk. Go home. You know, I mean, listen, it's it's late. You know, I'm talking about Sanford and Son. You, you know, it's a call back to Sanford and Son, you big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, tell everybody about it, and uh, you know, um, again, uh, the czar. It, it was. I'm always amazed. Uh, a year in, always amazed at the how much the level of respect that I have for a guest prior to having the chance to speak to them. Um, you know that I have for them coming out, and you know the 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 amount of respect that i have for you has grown by magnitudes it, you know it's not even you know it's it's almost immeasurable uh learning your story and and understanding what you've done and and you again you encapsulate exactly what you know what we wanted people to be able to see and aspire to when we started the show a year ago um so again you know Thanks, thanks so much, and 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 Ka, brother. Again, I love you, man. This this year has been fantastic. Um, I'm so happy to, that I've had the chance to spend it with you. I'm so happy that I've had a chance to meet and 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 get to know Mrs. Adams. Uh, you guys are family to us, um, and and the rest of Bricago, You guys are family to us. The, to those of you that I've got that I got a chance to meet at our meet and greet, you know that I love you. Um, you know that I talk to you every day, uh, and 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 the rest of you guys, you know, you're not fans. You're friends. You really are. You really are. We love the shit out of you guys. Yeah, so we don't we don't consider our, our, the people who listen to our show right. as friends. We don't right. we don't we don't refer to them as that. We've right. never talked in, the, in those terms because right. that's not the, that's not what we do. Right. We we, we we call people friends. We call people right. uh, who who listen to the show and rock with us. Right. You are you are parts of our fictional place in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And you are you are members of our city. Right. You are residents here. You are part of our community. Yep. And we you know, we mean that to to our very, very core. Absolutely. So and to thank you guys for doing all that, I know we asked you all to tell us some wonderful, lovely things about us. <laughs> um we, we, we put together a little something that we're gonna play at the end of the show. Uh we hope that you like it. And we again we thank you so much for the for the past year. Uh, we have so many big things coming for this year. We just want you to all know that we are doing this for y'all because we know that you guys really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, I guess this has been episode 45. This has been the, the anniversary show. It's been an amazing year. We're on to bigger and better things. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. We promise. Word. And we will say peace. 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 Oh, and just one more thing. This is Triple J of George Studios calling in from the Great White North of Northern BC, Canada. I love your podcast. I've been listening to it since you interviewed the crew behind We Need Diverse Games from Twitter, and I've been a fan ever since. I love this podcast. I can't wait to hear more of it, and I wish you well and to have a happy new year. Take care.
sexiest hosts ever watch it or listen to it don't watch it i wish we could watch it oh that would be so awesome to look at these two all day talking oh my god awesome podcast definitely worth listening to Congrats on the show. It's been awesome, awesome, awesome year. Very happy with everything. Keep up the good work, guys. I'm looking forward to see the next 12 months of uh, stud mastications. All right, take it easy, guys. One love. Thank you for the great year. Happy New Year. I know you guys usually say that without us, there's no you. But without you, we wouldn't be able to enjoy the two hours that you give us every week of laughs, jokes, and all the great news that you guys do. Stubby Stan, Khalif, Dan the Robot, and the Minister of No Finance, Sharif Jackson. Thank you guys. You guys keep up the great work. Hey guys, uh, uh, happy one year anniversary. This is Terry. This is Brian. And this is Nick, the real Madonna from PHL. It's a really awesome show and happy anniversary. And uh, let's talk again soon. Thanks guys. Yeah, thanks a lot for having us on. It was a great time. Later. 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 Peace. Hey, what's up, everyone? Daniel Kaiser here. My boys, Khalif and Cicero, uh, from, of course, the Spawn Point blog and the Spawn on Me podcast. Guys, it was great to get on the show with you early on. And here you are celebrating your one year anniversary. Reversary. Reversary. I'm thrilled for you. Very excited for what you guys are doing and excited to see where things go. In a nutshell, I do want to say thank you for having me on the show, and uh, best of luck in the year ahead. I look forward to chatting with you again soon and being on your show, and if you ever need anything, you know how to get in touch with me. Oh, and keep New York safe. I've been away for a while, so I need your help with that. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. creator of iDarb and many other games. Where do I start? This, these guys are fantastic. The show is great. I value the perspective. I value their perspective on the world, on games, and, and the future of gaming. Uh, I look forward to every single podcast. And to think that this is now 
a year anniversary coming up for this crew, and I can only wish them the best going into 2015 and into this new year, and look forward to every single episode that comes after. Take care, guys, and I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Hey Spawn, uh, this is Ian Danskin of Innuendo Studios. When Khalif first invited me to be on the show, I'd actually never heard of Spawn on me, and I'd certainly never been on a podcast before. I had no flippin' idea what I was doing, or even why exactly I said yes, so it was pretty cool and it turned out to be a really good time. So I just want to say congrats on your first year, gentlemen, and here's to the next 19 or so. Hey everyone, this is Chris Clow of Geek Nation and Movies.com. Now, although I know that I didn't do these gentlemen any favors in having a uh, prestigious guest, I was still honored, privileged, and thrilled to be asked to come to Bricago for an episode of the awesome Spawn on Me cast. After a chance meeting with Cicero during a comic convention in Chicago and being relatively new to that area, he welcomed me with open arms, and it wasn't long before we were talking about our shared interests. Being asked to come on the show also put me into contact with Khalif, and after discovering the rapport that these men have, as well as their intelligence and great level of thought and attention to detail that goes into every show they produce, I knew that I found some great new friends. Spawn on Me is a show that any gamer should listen to, especially if they're interested in the video game medium's relatively recent ability to shape societal discourse and highlight important issues we all have to face. Whether they're issues of race, sex, censorship, or general politics, video games have a louder voice now than ever before, and the perfect team to lead you through the sometimes choppy waters of these issues as they relate to the gaming world is Khalif Adams and Cicero Holmes. Happy anniversary, gentlemen. Like all of your listeners, I'm sure that it's the first of many.